Good morning, this is the Morning Slack with Jay Grace Elect. Welcome everybody, this is the moment, this is the time, this is where we get it done, this is where we keep it real. Yeah, yeah, this is the Morning Slack. Religion without a personal encounter with Jesus Christ will not save the soul and it will not bring the peace that your soul longs for. Millions of searching for God through religion and not finding it. You've got to know Christ for yourself. And when you come to know Christ for yourself, there's a peace and a fulfillment. And life takes on a purpose and there's a sense of forgiveness of your sins. And there's a joy unspeakable and full of glory. Good. In the morning to everybody about the snack. You've seen the most of the most seen the snack. Tomo kolen to like it like two. Two long on a me. Kalebilo, this is the morning snack podcast with Jay Grace Elect. Yes, as I bring to you guys another wonderful, chilled and poised spiritual intervention show on a beautiful Friday. Yeah, it's time to refresh, it's time to ignite, it's time to fulfill. So we are refreshing our minds, we are igniting our souls, we are fulfilling our spirits. <clears throat> so I have something that I would like to share with you guys. On the first segment, what is repentance? Many would ask, man. Many would ask. Mm, okay, let me just get into it. And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Luke chapter 24, verse 47. The term repentance has been so wrongly used in many Christian settings, and many believers do not know the actual meaning of the word. We have said that the Bible is not a, def- a dictionary of definitions. Every word is defined or explained by the context of its usage. Picking one contextual meaning of a word and applying it across the whole Bible will lead to error. Words such as repentance, faith, grace, gift, sin, salvation, and others must always be seen in context. Repentance in the New Testament means motenio. Meta neo, just like M E T A N O E O, which is a change in thinking. How does this term apply to the believer? One will ask. To the believer, repentance is renewing the mind, but to the unbeliever, repentance is change of mind. So, the, to the believer is the renewing of the mind. To the unbeliever is changing of the mind. By believing the gospel of Christ. Repentance used by the apostle in the early church and the book of Hebrews, especially in the message of the Jews, was not about a change of behavior or conduct, but the change of mind to believe the gospel. They already had a certain belief system about God, but now they are supposed to change their mind to believe the one-time sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Since faith in Jesus Christ is all about belief, then the action necessary for repentance is not a change of behavior but a change of thinking. When you change your thinking, your behavior changes as well. When our belief system or thinking process changes, a change of behavior becomes so much easier. As believers, we persuade man to change their thinking about Jesus Christ, for them to understand and appreciate the death of his love for them as a savior. Therefore, telling a sinner to repent from his sinful habit because Jesus is coming is not a message of salvation. It is not. 
When we tell a sinner to repent, it means he is to believe the gospel of salvation. When we tell a believer to repent, it means he is to renew his mind because he has already believed. Salvation is by faith in Christ, not repentance from bad conduct or behavior. However, after salvation, spiritual growth will lead to good behavior or conduct. So, when you tell a sinner you need to repent, you meaning they need to change their thinking. Think changing their thinking means that they get to believe in Christ. And after they believe in Christ, they are to renew their thinking and they will grow spiritually. <laughs> Let's meet in the second segment. Spiritual innovation. Mind refreshing. Soul igniting. And spiritual fulfilling. Welcome back, guys. It's now time for the Word of God. I hope you guys are ready. I'll be reading to you guys from the Robson of Realities devotional, daily devotional. Your life is a house. And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. That is on Acts chapter 20, verse 32. Sometimes there are those who say, I want to build my life financially or I want to build my life spiritually. It makes no difference in which area you desire to build your life. What you need is God's word. That's the only material given to us to build our lives. God's word will build you up spiritually, mentally, financially, emotionally, psychologically, etc. Read our theme verse again. Your life, according to the scriptures, is like a house to be built. And that's why Jesus said anybody who has, does and leaves his word is like a man who built his house on a rock. He said, and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon the house and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. Matthew chapter 7 verse 25. However, the one who doesn't give heed to the word is likened to a man who built his house on sand. And when the storms of life beat against the house, it came to the ruinous end. Great was the fall of it. Matthew 7, 27. Build your life on the word. It makes no difference the crisis and adversities that come against it. It will remain standing and it will be a great edifice. Praise God. Let us confess. Repeat after me. Say, Oh, the transforming and transitional power of God's word. I'll forever stand strong and tall, even in the midst of the harshest of storms, because my life is built on the word. The word infuses boldness, excellence, and dominion into my spirit. It keeps me in health, strength, and victory, causing me to experience unprecedented progress peace, and prosperity in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. And the further study scriptures, you can just read on James chapter 1, verse 22 to 25, Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 to 27. So if you know that you haven't received Christ into your life, you are not born again Christian, and you would like to receive Christ to be the Lord and Savior of your life, repeat after me. Mean every word with your heart, from the bottom of your heart. Let's begin. Say, O Lord God, I believe with all my heart in Jesus Christ, Son of the living God. I believe He died for me 
and God raised him from the dead. I believe he's alive today. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life from this day. Through him and in his name, I have eternal life. I'm born again. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. I'm now a child of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I congratulate you if you confess that prayer with me. I congratulate you. You are now a child of God. You are now a member of the royal, of the monarch of the universe. Yes. You are royalty. You are priesthood. You are kingship. That's who you are. A child of God. The apple of his eye. So, thank you very much, guys, for tuning in. Thank you very much. I appreciate each and every one of you. Those who are listening to the podcast, we are growing each and every day. I appreciate you. I love you. God bless you. May you prosper in all that you do. May you be increased in all your endeavors. God bless you and your families. I love you guys so much. Take care and have yourself a wonderful weekend. Further, take care. I'm out of here. I'm not going to heaven because I've lived a good life. I'm not going to heaven because I've preached to great crowds of people. I'm going to heaven because of what Christ did on that cross. For by grace are ye saved, through faith, that not of yourself, not of works, lest any man should boast. We're not going to heaven because we're good. We're not going to heaven because we work. We're not going to heaven because we pay. We're going to heaven because of what he did on the cross. And all I have to do is receive it. And it's so simple. This is the Morning Slag with Jay Grace Elect.